This is the Depth Charge Podcast by me, Ben Sugars, live from the Swoon Studio in Shanghai. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Depth Charge, episode 11. Oh, you surprised yeah. me with that one. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to come in that fast. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's what she said. <laughs> because, fuck. Yeah. Well, hey. How yeah. you doing? How you doing, everybody? Yes. Yes, yes. Well, I didn't expect Paul to come in with that one. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, man. We're just going to, you know, keep it rolling for sure. It's, yeah. It's um, the only thing that keeps me going right now is this podcast. You, you, you know? have, you, have you left your room since I last talked to you? Yes, a little bit. I haven't left the house. You haven't left the house. <laughs> I left my room. I haven't yeah. left the house. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting you to make that distinction. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm still going out every day, a couple of times every day, and uh, what I noticed out there now is that um, all of the shops in Sandertown are all open. Oh, okay. You know, every every kind of hardware place, every clothes shop, every everything. There's just some kinds of stuff for clothes, like restaurants and uh, hair salons mm. and things. I think is still closed. Okay. So I don't know. I, I didn't see any information about them slowly opening bits up, but that's just what I saw. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I'm. It's kind of worrying, but it's interesting. I mean, I, I mean, right now, Chiang Mai is. I think it's about fifteen or sixteen days without new cases. Mm. Did you see that um, they'd started? antibody testing in New York and the first results like so in antibody testing means that they're testing people to see if they've had the virus and have developed antibodies to it in other words okay. they don't have it right they don't have the virus now they don't have coronavirus now but they might they have had it and therefore they have antibodies in their system and yeah yeah what I came out of that, that was that 20% of the people they tested in New York City had antibodies which means that okay. which means that um, so that's a, a vastly greater number of people than were thought to have it. Mm. So that pushes the mortality rate way down. Um, I mean, it's, they haven't done that much of this testing yet, so they're still doing it. This is like early, the first days or something results. But yeah, the, of, yeah. of, the, of the first bunch of people they've tested, twenty in New York City, twenty percent were positive. That's that. If you take that to the level of the population, that means four million people. Yeah, if, right. in New York City. Yeah, um, right. I think, unless they count the boundary of the state and the city differently. Anyway, no, um, yeah. it kind of suggests that uh, most people get it, like the vast majority of people get it and have zero symptoms at all. Right. Any, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this, this virus is that, yeah, it has that thing going on. You know, it's very sorrow and some people show it, some people don't. That's That's, you know... That's why it's so hard to tackle. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, we're keeping our hopes up and uh, we're setting all the uh, uh, support to the people that are working in the front line or those things. And, you know, we wish you all the, uh, you know, Godspeed. <laughs> Just, you know, you're doing, you're doing uh, great stuff out there. And I hope we all should send, like, energy and uh, good thoughts to them so they can, you know, be, you know, have more... In, encouraging uh, and supportive uh, energy for them to keep going I think um, <laughs> right 
Um, I don't. I don't know what to say to that. I'm kind of like uh, my brains. I know that we're today. We're gonna attempt to talk about um, the aftermath aftermath of the COVID. We're, we're gonna yeah. in a, in a time yeah. when uh, we, future future prediction futurism futurist no you're not futurism <laughs> but in a time when predicting the future has uh, has almost fallen apart. We're gonna have a look at the future from the perspective of well yeah one idiot at least that's myself i'm talking about there well and, uh, well you know paul and i were discussing a uh, um, couple of days ago about what we were going to talk about the um this uh, episode and i was talking to paul about like how <laughs> how i predict some of the the outcome of the music industry in uh, 2020 and i kind of predicted like maybe five years ago about the the marketing of how the the music is is going i i didn't i didn't like predict it like uh publicly because it's it's scary right if <laughs> you predict something publicly some people will but i i did uh predict it uh with a really close friends and some of the insight uh in the industry you know Funny that enough, you know that that's a very Thai thing don't you that they're not yeah. predicting in things in public they're not saying things in public I, don't, some, I know I, I'm still getting used to that it seems so it's well I mean publicly like like probably me I, I mean I mean Facebook social yeah, media uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. less publicly I mean but I do speak like I to spoke out in like yeah to my friends and you know if I go to meet people outside or in a coffee shop I, I say in my mind but yeah. you know I'm not I'm not gonna have anything written so people can you know come and fuck me later you know <laughs> but the thing is I, I was talking about like <laughs> the things nice. that became true became true right now is if you see the music that is going on in in 2020 2019 2020 it's like it's going in a direction that is uh more of a context based than uh, the content based, right? Mm. You know what I'm getting? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. well a context based, yeah. Well, I kind of. Well, marketing over, uh, like overall, is is more about context. Context right. is king. It's not content anymore. Yeah, you can find content anything on the internet, but right now, context is king. Mm. Meaning, all the things that you want in in your life you have to be able to uh support in showing something you know that that occur in that situation in your life <laughs> yeah so yeah you, well you mentioned the other day that like sh we were talking about songs are getting a uh, shorter and shorter but you might not even call mm. them songs you know like there are albums wow. that are getting i don't know maybe i don't know if they're still called songs or not i don't know they're kind of soundbite but the, the idea popped into my head that um Maybe people, maybe musicians are just thinking, "Well, fuck you, Spotify. If you're only going to pay me fifty cents for my song, <laughs> you can only have a fifty-second song." That's the deal. It could be. I, I heard like there's this <laughs> things called ghost track. You know, <laughs> they have tracks, but they don't really have anything on them. I I haven't got into that yet, but it's kind of weird. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> ghost track. Well, I've seen tracks where the the like you'll have a track which is just the recording engineers messing around between one track and another track that could be that, that's a track right right yeah or uh yeah i don't know yeah 
I haven't really gotten into that yet. I mean, I mean, it's it's like a trickery kind of things that you do in in the today's like streaming world. I think, but I don't know. I I don't I don't spend much time on the trickery myself. I mean, I only look at the trickery stuff if they're gonna have effects in uh, taking advantage of me. You know, mm. like clauses in the uh, contracts and all those things. You know. I mean, a lot of musicians they don't really understand like how the industry works, and they get fucked all the time. You know, you gotta read the the clauses, and you gotta talk to your distributor and see like which one is best for you and all those things. Man, because the reason I'm I'm thinking like talking about this because I'm working on. Getting my songs out, getting it published, and all this distribution, and my friends are doing it, and you know we we see all these uh, outlets and all these uh, distributors online that are, <laughs> are are fighting each other, you know, trying to get us on board, and now I can see like a lot of new artists can can have uh, their own outlets, you know. They don't really need labels anymore. Mm. Yeah. And well, we, we're gonna start with the first prediction, I think. All right, go for it. I think we're gonna talk about like uh, the prediction of the labels. I think of what oh of, of what's gonna happen in the future, because. Um, Post COVID, the COVID right now that we are are tackling against this, like uh, the economy wise, and the entertainment business has been hit really hard. All the uh, live and tours that are happening this years have been pushed to next year. Mm-hmm. You know, not even that. Even like the uh, movies have been pushed. You know, everything has been been pushed uh, away. Right and like international tour cannot happen. The local tour, I'm not sure yet, but it's gonna, you know, slowly, slowly, gradually coming back. But by by you get to the time where it's back and running, a lot of people is gonna be out of job. You know. Yeah. Well, like we yeah. in the first podcast ever we did, right? We said that obviously musicians make most of their money touring. Playing concerts, right. festivals, this kind of right. thing. There's, there's very little to be made uh, right. in CD sales or like streaming or whatever. Or only a very few make much money from from that. Um, right. Yeah. I still I've seen like if you to compare music and film though, presumably like all the Hollywood operations, TV studios, presumably they can't even film anything right now. Right. They're shut right. down. Whereas. Right. A, a lot of music is getting released on Spotify because I, you know, I follow like a few new release play- playlists. Mm. So a lot, True. and you can sell, you can tell that some of this music because of the titles. Some of them, mm. the titles are all like isolation and uh, distant <laughs> distancing. So you can tell a lot of this music yeah. has been made in lockdown, even though it's not definitely. Yeah, you know, and definitely. It's, yeah, mm. so definitely. Um, musicians obviously can still. Um, in lo- from lockdown, they can still produce music. They can still, they can even um, collaborate with one another. But can they make money? That's a good, that's a good question. You know, if this keeps on going. Well, the thing is, like, you know, you don't know if you're gonna make money or not yet. It's like getting yourself uh, 
to be kind of like clinging clinging to somebody's memories at this time, where like you know people are trying to be mm-hmm. uh, doing live music. I mean, live on Facebook or social media, or so, you know, yeah. TikTok or uh, Instagram and all those stuff, so they can get exposure. Because now you have to think like. Um, so th- that prediction is like the the label is going to be and all the artists are having a hard time with the uh, the tours because it's all canceled. So everybody has to go uh, on the uh, the live segment of the the social media, and they they have to think like right now it's like an investment phase in a sense of like uh, okay now we we should. To try to find a way to to be uh, publicized to, to uh, people, or and in a way that, like you know, you can you can help ease the pain and with the uh, the isolation and the social distancing a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, so that's right. that's one way of doing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I because I've seen so many artists that uh, re- you know reaching out to the audiences, and part of it will be like you say so as not to be forgotten to keep themselves mm-hmm. in the memory and a part of it is just yet yeah, wanting to do something reaching reach. yeah. yeah um yeah it's it's kind of interesting seeing how you know some of the uh, people are so creative in in trying to go you know do these things like lives and uh try to try to uh try to you know try try to be busy and trying to uh, get their name still talking about it or something like that, you know. Mm. So uh, that would be one of the thing that uh, a lot of musician has to to consider of how to to do it now in the the COVID era and for the post COVID, meaning after when uh, we get back uh, working. It's more of like it's still it's still like you have to think like in in that invest investment phase a little bit because people are not gonna come out yet, you know. Mm. People are gonna. I mean, they're talking about the new normal, like the new norm of like uh, people are still gonna be scared about coming out and you know in 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 a crowded space and all those things. So. But but we really have to find a way to like PR and like uh, getting people out well, uh, to support local stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's also this like big question that I see everybody talking about asking: Is will the work, will the world go back to how it was? Do people want the world to go back to how it was, or do they want to make it different? You know, do something different yeah. after this? Because one of the things that this has revealed. Um, someone, someone said, like I, I really loved it. Someone said, if you want to see the COVID, if you want to see what the future is, COVID is the future. Everything that was hidden has been revealed by COVID. You know, the inequality <laughs> in the world has been like just mm. really shone a bright light on it. Um, you know, the, the the greed, the misfunction, the callousness, the like uncaringness of corporate corporate corporations of business of like many mm. of some governments to the suffering of people all of this stuff is and uh you know the changes in the environment think just the basic stuff that people are seeing you know skies clearing because of the traffic gone 
So a lot, a lot of people yeah. don't don't want the world to go back to how it was because what we've seen is like uh, how bad it is. Yeah, right. So like in terms of um, well, in terms of what you were talking about, what does that mean? What would that mean? What would that look like for um, what would a new world look like for musicians? Say anywhere, but especially where we are. Maybe. Well, for one thing, I don't think it's going to change much in in the production wise. You know, for music. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I think it might be better. Like when, for I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, musicians now are finding a way to to create music in 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 their house, in their home. Mm-hmm. You know, with the bedroom studio that they have uh, built in this isolation. You know, and they are finding a ways to like, oh, how can I get this better? How can I record better sound? How can I? You know, get this idea down and all this thing. But the essential production of how it used to be and is still doing it, it's still essential because that's that's how it is. That's how you know good music has been recorded. And why would you change that? Even yeah. though you you wanna you wanted everything to be faster, and some some might say that like you know. Uh, fast is god you know like the uh, the speed if you if you can get you know everything out the faster it is the 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 better chance you're gonna get to sell it you know some some people think in that way yeah. too you know well as, that's why there's a lot of music coming out yeah. like that well like as far as music music production goes i can only like agree with you because for example i saw like last year um flying lotus put out a, mm. put out a track and he kind of he kind of tricked everybody I, I don't know if he deliberately did it to trick everybody but what he did was he put out the track and people said oh that's great that's amazing uh, what did you what did you do here and he said <laughs> I did that whole song in my room with an iPad and nothing else like just everything was done on an iPad mm. so and, and I like um, you know a musician that we know here um, Jill Baird He'd he'd already like experimented because he's all you know he'd been working on his own so he'd experimented with moving everything that he'd been doing on an iMac onto an iPad mm-hmm. and found mm-hmm. that you know it was you could pretty much get a studio quality out of an iPad if you if you had some good software maybe if it fought true yeah that's true I mean if you talk about like electronic uh, music uh, as a base you know like as the as the core of that music that you're creating it, I, I have to say it's easy to to get it done in in your computer in, or get it done in your iPad for sure I mean I've seen it I played it before and I and you and things are uh, creating to for you to be able to do that you know but let's be honest here I mean they uh, to get acoustic sound and all those things, I'm not saying that iPad cannot do it. If you have a good audio interface, which there's a lot of company that are doing that are making good audio interface that connects you uh, to your iPad, which has like, if you're talking about the new iPad now, is as good as you know, it's better than my iMac right now. Mm-hmm. It's fast, man. Like the chip in there is fast, yeah. and you can definitely record it in there for sure. Is but the art of miking, you know, the art of capturing the uh, the live yeah, sounds. Yeah, of course, of course. And then when yeah. you, like the more musicians you involve, the more you end up needing some kind of studio like environment. Yeah, and, yeah of course. Yeah. I mean, and uh, yeah. you know, I've been like looking. If you look at musicians who've uh, successful musicians who've made it and have studios in their homes, 
they've built mm-hmm. themselves nice music. Have you seen uh, Dave, yeah. Dave Sanborn's music, uh, musician, <laughs> in, uh, his studio, sorry, in his, his home? Well, who? Dave Sanborn. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, I mean, all those guys, they, <laughs> they have great studios. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's one of my dreams to have like a home studio, you know, with a, a Rupert Nee console and, you know, all those like great speakers and mics and, uh, you know. A, a, sea view, a sea view and a swimming pool on the cliff outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. Like a cigar room next to it, you know, uh, yeah, no. a nice view. Hey, man, this, mean, is, this is the nice vision of the future. You know, this is this it is, is man. It is in my head all the time. You know, like <laughs> this, like is my man cave, and you know, it's just a nice place to go in and like get lost in there and you and get creative. You know, and and that's the fun thing about being in a studio and not in your bedroom. I mean. That's why, even though I'm introvert, I love being in the music studio, you know, because it's it's so it's such a surreal uh, experiment. Like you're in there and you you watch like the sound engineer put a microphone from this angle, and then you know you feel and you go listen in the 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 mixing room, the console room, and you you think like ah oh, something is off. Then he just just turn it like an inch or a centimeters, you know, and the length of like uh, pull, pull out or push it in. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> just it, it changed, you know. It changed the uh, the uh, the experience, the the sound quality. That's that's what I love about it. You know, it doesn't. You can't really mimic that, even though you can. There's a lot of apps now that you can like mm-hmm. change the uh, mic placement and change the distance of the sound and all those things. You know, but at the end of the day, I I won't trade it for like my own uh, studio. I just love it. Yeah, yeah, that's- yeah, for sure, hands down. <laughs> you know, yeah, mm-hmm. but. I would say the prediction of the music production is still going to be the same. But well, what about what about the um, you know what about musicians' livelihoods? What about the um, the career? You know, yeah. What about the the career? I don't know. I'm using the wrong word. Not career. You know, people getting paid, uh, going out and playing. How you know what's what? How would you like to see that change? How do you think it's going to change, or is it not going to change? If you study like the Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push it up a little bit. If you see the change of like uh, from the recession in America, you know, back then in the, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's nineteen nineteen uh, thirty or forty, right? The depression. The depression. Yeah. Then yeah. Early thirties. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when Duke Ellington and all those like cats, uh, you know, get all these gigs, you know coming out i mean those things I'm, I'm studying about those things because i know we we are in a recession and then we have to understand how uh people will will find a way to uh entertain themselves there's no doubt people will you know will want to entertain themselves some you know somewhere or another they're gonna find a way to do it mm-hmm. and music is still a, uh, a core in that it's just like People want to experience uh, live. You know, any, anybody, anybody can say anything all they want about like, you know, work from home and all these things. But 
uh, going to a live concert is an experience. Mm. It's not the same. As like you, uh, BitTorrent or you know, pirates uh, all these songs or movies. You know, I mean, some people don't like the experience of going to a theater, but they still enjoy seeing like live musician playing music live because it's a uh, it's a different experience. It's the on the spot mm. because music is an art that really. Evolves with time, and it's the one that really uh, captured the time itself. You know, it's not like something that has already been uh, been recorded beforehand and just like play. Otherwise, you go to a karaoke. <laughs> you know, it's it's not the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, in that sense, I think the live thing will 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 come back. After this, like maybe in a, in a, in two years or something, and two, then two years we, we can, yeah, wow. man. I mean, there's no way that this year that the live music is gonna get back to normal. No way, no way. Yeah, no way. well, right. Yeah, I see. I mean, I kind of, <laughs> you know, I I kind of worry that a lot a lot of uh, governments around the world, politicians, they kind of a lot of them. Kind of like the opportunity of control that this virus presents them. To be honest, that bothers. That's that, true, that, man. That bothers me a little bit. They, you know, yeah. they, they're just taking advantage of it. I'm not a. I'm, you know, oh, definitely. I'm not of the level of conspiracy theory saying that they created it for this. But I, you know, they they, they love to take advantage of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. No, let me ask the people at home in in case like if you if you listen to this part. You know what do you think you expect? You know to get from the uh, the post COVID. Like, would you come out and support like live musician, or you're gonna stay home? What is your thoughts? Uh, you know, tell us. Okay, I, we really curious about what you guys think too. You, you, yeah. you know what I've just realized that phrase, the people at home, that has a whole new meaning now. <laughs> that's like that was just a (laughs) some kind of throwaway phrase you know before but now it's like the people at home oh yeah that's 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 so it's so it's so relevant isn't it (laughs) people will be like looking around at themselves oh yeah shit i I am at home you know normally you listen to something on the on the radio you don't really think am i really at home is that a throwaway (laughs) phrase no you're definitely at home no. <laughs> you know, one thing for sure is like one thing that would never change in the history of, of mankind is that the rebellious in 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 human that wants to define the um uh, the the man, you know. It's like I I think uh, I think people would want to come out. Yeah. There's a rebelliousness, but you know what I think? I'm kind of I was wondering whether um I think there is some rebelliousness, but I think this is really going to separate me for me personally. I've already seen it happening, but like this is really going to separate the men from the boys. A bit like a bit like when in a war time, like the Second World War, you had the, you know, you have the resistance, and you have the collaborators, and you have the, you know, the people who go out and volunteer for whatever or, uh, yeah, go for the fight or or not. I mean, there's going to be really different responses. I think. I think there'll be a big group of people that just want to take the. What is it in the Matrix? Which which one's the blue pill and the red pill? Which one's the safe one? Which one's back in the Matrix? Is that the blue I pill? I think it's the uh, red one. The red one is back in the Matrix. Yeah. Seriously. 
Anyway, I think so. doesn't matter. I don't remember. Whichever one, whichever one it is, I think a lot of people are going to want to swallow that one, uh, which means life back to normal. No, 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 no need to try and change or fix any of the things that we've seen are fucking like ridiculously broken in the world, like environmental problems and forests. If you're in Thailand, the forest fires and just everywhere has got the environmental problems. Yeah. And I also see that a lot of people won't, won't necessarily want to be that rebellious. They just want to disappear into game worlds. You know, I, I really, I really think yeah. that people. I think there's a percentage well, you know, of people concert. will. You know this concert in Game World, right? Like Fortnite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, like serious concerts. It's like a city that you just go there and just like, just listen to this DJ partying. Uh, I guess I figured that there was. There was. I mean, you can buy. Yeah, you can do anything pretty much, right? Yeah. Well, um, games like Matrix, anyway. It's like the Matrix, anyway. Anyways, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I was meaning. But then there are other people that. Um, and uh, that, that are out there like becoming more more rebellious and like thinking right this is a this is a good chance now that everybody's seeing how fucked everything is to um, to try and push for for change you know to try and fix the environment to try and like have the green new deal to try and have like more equality in the world and this kind of stuff definitely, um, definitely. but that's it's not going to be easy because obviously no. um, power is incredibly resistant to change yeah i was watching the post the other day and you know it's about the uh the pentagon papers and when it was come you know was uh it was about the vietnam war and all those things mm. and Daniel it was about free press mm. you know it was about free press and i'm seeing how like people here in thailand or someplace in in the world are getting shut down in a way like now that the free press is on social media and that's just like a double-edged sword because uh you're getting news that are are not really you know thoroughly uh, uh what is that word man thoroughly like really taking care of and like have responsibility integrity you know integrity of like really uh, uh finesse the, the the information yeah i mean like yeah right the traditional media regardless of whether you think mainstream media is bullshit or not the, the editor have like they have this responsibility to make yeah. sure that the sources were um who they said they were and yeah, you know this kind of yeah, stuff right, whereas obviously right. like there's much more, much, much more freedom to say whatever on social media yeah. uh, or like for non-mainstream stories to get out. But at the yeah. same time, there are a lot of people that don't understand what the verification of a source means or, you know, this, right. kind, of, this kind of stuff. Right, right. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, and, and of course, government try to have control over the press because that's how mm. you want, you know, you want people to not be freaked out or you want to govern the people, you know. But I like the pose, man. I like, I like, I like, I like that movie. It was, it's, it was interesting to, to see, you know, that the law is not like to protect the, the govern, uh, the governor is to, protect the government mm. you know <laughs> right so, and and 
this is a thing that like a lot of people in the power today doesn't really understand. Like the power belongs to the people, and it's not to you know the politicians. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> no, but you know, music in a way has been has been linked with uh, politics stuff too. You know. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, all revolutions, or many revolutions, revolutions of the '60s were inextricably linked with music. Yeah, and, and um, we have been dumbed down by a lot of things because it's it's part of a uh, propaganda in a way too. You know, because let's face this, man, music has power, and it's a thing that, like, if you listen, uh, well, prove me wrong. If like. You you happy as fuck, right? And then suddenly you listen to a, a music that is so emotional, so it's it's touching. The moods just change, and then you listen to another music. Suddenly you become like so inspired and so uh, empowered, and you want to go out and do something with your life, right? You know, that's that's the amazing thing about it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, even I mean, yeah, and that's why. You know, musicians have tried to fight for change on their own, but they've also been uh, co-opted by politicians and political movements. And the people have tried to use, like, I mean, everybody uses music. You know, North Korean regime uses music, and <laughs> when you go to war, the army uses yeah. music to get people to, yeah. you know. Get, yeah. I mean, it's all this. You know, there's no nobody's not nobody's not using music. <laughs> I know. I don't even want to talk about this because, like, when when the uh, the junta took over, you know, <laughs> one of the first thing they do is they they wrote a song, a ballad, which is like, oh, okay, everybody, <laughs> we're gonna promise everything's gonna be better and all those things. Anyway, let me not, let's not get into that. <laughs> no, there's so many shit on that already. Uh, so the next prediction. Hey, um, you guys at home, I mean, don't, I mean, this is just like, don't, you don't have to take this with a, you know, a, what, take it with a grain of salt if you want or whatever, but, you know, this is just a fun, fun thing for us to do. It's like, because we don't really know what's going to happen in the future, right? But yeah, let's predict stuff. So, Paul, what is your next prediction? Uh, well, um... Uh, my my prediction is that um, uh, people are gonna go. I mean, what I've seen has been. I I heard this like it was my. It's my phrase so far. It's my phrase of the pandemic. Um, there's this guy. He's a game B theorist. They're, they're, they're game B theorist. Well, what is that? That means like they're trying to envisage another coherent system other than like global capitalism for how we could like operate the world they, they basically you know so they just um they're not uh i don't they're not specifically claiming to be like the old political divide left or right or anything they're just saying well there's got to be a better way to there's got to be another coherent legitimate way to to run the world other than this it's ridiculous and so they like mm. they, they look at things like network theory and doesn't matter but anyway one of these guys came up with this phrase which i thought was absolutely perfect because I've been okay. seeing it happen to like half my friends and it's like um, maximally paranoid pattern mapping. What a beautiful <laughs> phrase for the moment. 
because that's what I see like really going on is maximally paranoid pattern mapping. I mean, you know, it used mm. everybody's seeing everybody's seeing aliens and lizards and really they, they really are Pe people are flying off the deep end. Um, some people are flying off the deep end. Mm. Uh, but also, I think like really what it's one huge, huge change is, and like part of this change is positive and part of it is like making people incredibly paranoid. Mm, mm. But basically people are going to have to be responsible for their own knowledge now. I don't, I don't see there's like any last, any last like flake speck of trust in the, in, in the authority to to get the right information across is like has has gone really like in my view people it's not it, i'm not saying it's gone in science and like in some respects science has come out of this maybe a bit stronger than it like it used to be because that was science was getting like hammered in the world so mm. so i think like people's um it's not that um people aren't still going to be rational uh, it's just that, um, yeah, I, I really feel like people are going to have to be more responsible for, um, learning how to, how to get by, how, how to, how to get information, how to mm. work out how to survive and all of this stuff. So for example, yeah, I, I, I really think more people are going to maybe get into gardening and growing food and more people are going to get into trying to work out how to defend their own health without having, True. without, you know, True. care more about the quality of food and stuff like this. I, I think, Definitely. I, I would say. Definitely. I, it, it should. If, if, if you're not thinking about that now, you should because, you know, sustainability is key, right? I mean, if you can grow something at home, you should, you know, if you have like a way to do it, you should. And I totally agree, man. Like, um, you know, knowledge is something that you gotta you gotta invest. Education is is the best investment. I, I keep saying it again and again. Education is the best investment because nobody can take it away from you. And through this time, in this like isolation and social distancing, you have the time to like really uh, step back and like uh, enjoy the uh, the 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 isolation of course like there's people out there who doesn't have the luxury of like being able to like stay at home and not really worried about uh you know worry about what i'm gonna eat the next meal there's a lot of people that are are, are struggling but for people who are listening now you have the choice you have the 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 luxury of like being able to enjoy and search for a way to spend your time, you know? Mm. And I think in a sense, like I'm, I'm worried, I'm worried about like, about things that hasn't come yet because, but that doesn't mean I, I get paranoid. It's just like, I, I just like try to find a way to like, uh, uh, study, and find some more information and you know get get myself to be like ready for you know the 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 unknown you know that's what that's what i'm i've been i've been doing <laughs> mostly <laughs> and baking bread yeah 
Um, yeah, the only thing I don't like about the phrase invest in education is it just it's like the language of business. It's too much the language of business. It, like, because when you think too many people will think invest in education means uh, sending your kids to the most expensive school possible. That's that's no, just what it's no, no, that's what the phrase sounds like to me. I know I think I know what you mean. But like if you invest in education, that just means you spend some time to learn about some stuff. And really learn it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's the. I mean, my point of it you, is like. Yeah, but do you see how prevalent the language of like capitalism is with us? It's like, you, I, I I was shocked <laughs> when um I had a friend from New York and I he surprised me uh, a couple of uh, a few years ago because I hadn't heard this. Like I know it's like I was just you know I live in Chiang Mai, so I guess it just it didn't arrive to me in time, but um. Mm. The, you, you heard like that, uh, like I don't know if it's just from New York or if it's just a New York thing or a Wall Street thing. But anyway, like if you want to say something's good, you say it's money. Oh man, that's money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like I, wow. I, I didn't, I didn't grow <laughs> up with that culture, but I, I know what you mean, man. I mean, I, I know, I know, and a lot of people like would think like that in a way, and and some people would blame that on capitalism. I don't blame it on capitalism at all. I mean, some people just take it too far to the left, and then some people just take it too far to the right. I mean, I think like, I mean, you can't say like capitalism is so bad. It's just about greed. Greed is what makes the economy now bad. You you take the like the advantage of people, but you take it to the left and you can like give everybody equal stuff. It's how can that happen? Look at China. I don't know how that happens. You know, I mean, well, they don't. We they, just they, don't they don't do that. But they have. They're they're an authoritarian state. They're not. Um, they're an authoritarian state. They're not a communist state. They have a they have a party called the Communist Party, but they're not a communist state. They have a they're the totalitarian state. Mm. Um, right. So, but they're not anti-capitalistic. They have companies, and everybody has their own. No, but salary. everything belongs to the government. Man. No, no, it doesn't. They have plenty of billionaires and plenty of very very wealthy people, and people have like relatively high salaries in China. They um, yes. compared to many many other countries in in the world. Yeah, but because of capitalism, right? Um, because of capitalism, well, because of well, p- partly. I mean, because of yeah. Well, before it wasn't right. I'm I'm not saying I'm um, capitalism just means putting the profit motive first. That's so. In that, mm. in that sense, Could be. in that sense, Could be. I think yeah. that you really can say capitalism is bad. It's not that it doesn't function. It's like, like these geek game B theorists. They they're basically saying that um, capitalism, the dominant system of organizing the world for the past few hundred years, maybe or I don't, maybe not. It, it depends when it depends when you count it as having started. But anyway, um, mm. it's it's functioned. In a way, it's held itself together. It's been more successful than other systems, um, you could say, like uh, like communism or whatever. But um, it's now it's brought us to the edge of environmental catastrophe. And when things like this, yes. catas- and then and then when economic problems come, because the profit motive comes first, there's the right. We've weakened our moral and human sense. You That's know? right. That's so right. So this is like. Um, this book, this book that became the world's, you know, one of the world's best-selling books, *Sapiens*, 
this the mm. the one of the primary focuses of this book is the is the problem of what happens in the world when you divorce humanism from capitalism over over, over the early part of the early and mid part of the 20th century you know you when you have like when you have humanism and capitalism wedded together then it's somewhat mm. tolerable but mm. when when uh, humanism's taken out of the picture by and by humanism i mean concern for humanity concern for people mm. um ca- you know care for one another when you take that out then you get the massive inequality in the world that we see and life becoming incredibly cheap i mean life has a price and the price is not very fucking high mm. you, you you can see at any almost any country in the world what happens the the level of response of a police force when an armored truck full of, full of money from a bank gets stolen how many how many police get put on that case to go and find that money what happens when one one person gets kidnapped if, if they're not a billionaire's son not not mm. that much not relative to a bank truck of money getting so basically i'm just saying that capital money has been put much much too high and and other things put much much too low yeah but still i i i totally get i i totally agree with you man i mean in 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 a way in a way because but still i i don't really look into like the definition of what it is as much as like of what we're doing mm-hmm. you know in a sense i mean i don't know what i'm doing in a sense of like to be categorized in anything you know i'm just thinking like what you what you say about like the if we think about like humans and all those things like if we you know human humanitarian kind of stuff and all those things mm. as a balance and as the moral of things i mean i think that the the the, the situation now that it's is going in the economy and the reason i'm talking about this is because it affects everybody it affects musician too it's like there's a lot of greed there's too many greeds and that's why you said like the if you put profit first and mm. But for me, I put profit first, but in a sense, it's not money. Mm. But people, a lot of people in the capitalism world would think of profit as always money. But I don't think it that way. But you can't say like uh, the capitalism uh, structure is is not working. It's been working. That's why it has been working for many years, and it generates a lot of money and a lot of uh, oil, you know, running uh, function system. You know. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean. I mean, of course, in a perfect world, we want like a way to like create a, uh, e- equality for 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 everybody, and I want to create a uh, you know uh, equality for for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 trying to 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 merge that gap. You know, try to you know what what's it called? Minimize that gap, right? Right. Hey, you know, I mean, I I agree that like capitalism is is a working system, and. Um, Uh, you know, as a as economists like uh, have been realizing over the past co- like couple of decades, you know that it's basically it's all based on confidence. If people have confidence in the money system, then it doesn't matter what if in the system, then it doesn't matter what the U.S. national debt is, right? Right. Like in the past in the past week, the U.S. national debt has gone from twenty trillion to twenty five trillion in one week. Hmm. It took a long time to build it up to from to twenty twenty billion twenty trillion. Sorry, it's gone. It's gone up mm. five trillion in a week. But that doesn't mm. matter if people believe that the system is knows how to handle it, can function. 
What ha- right. what happens when the like confidence in the system s- starts to go is you know you get like total collapse of co- economic systems, collapse of currencies. Um, you know, mm. you get people wheeling around shopping carts full of cash, at worthless bank mm. Anyway, we, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about this to make the podcast about this. I'm just well, I'm me, just, um, me neither. But that's but it it is like. The re- well, hey people, the reason we talk about this because it's affecting us too, you know? It's like, and I, I know it's affecting you guys in, in a way, and we're we trying to find a way of like, how are we going to deal with the, the post-COVID kind of things like that? And uh, we're sorry if it, it's kind of like got in our hand a little bit, but it's, it's, well, it is what it is. Well, um, okay, so like I would like to suggest like something. So, you know, I mean, to change, like, to change the system is is difficult because to come up with a coherent alternative it's very difficult mm-hmm. it's you know like when you um to is it can it can happen really quickly but when people don't see it yet it's hard to believe in it and you can right. you can know this because you can go back to say like um late 19th century tsarist russia and if you'd asked anybody if they thought that um communism was possible or a good thing you wouldn't you just mm. wouldn't have found many people to say it was possible, um, right. and then all of a sudden, you know, like people assume that um, these political advi- divides, like you know, in the UK we have like conservative and Labour and Liberal Democrats and whatever. In the US they have Democrats and Republicans and whatever. People assume, oh man, you can't change these things. It's incredibly fixed, and it passes down <laughs> families and certain areas. It's impossible to be one way or another. Look at look at what mm. happened in the you know russia soviet union one one year or one one year everybody's a royalist and then the next day nobody would dare to say they're anything other than the communists for one thing their heads coming off <laughs> if they did yeah. or they're getting yeah. sent to the gulags but you know right. the point is things right. can things can change and but you do need um you know, like a coherent story marx was pretty clever he had a coherent story uh it didn't work out you know i'm i'm not saying i'm not trying to I don't think like I'm with Russell Means. I don't think uh, I don't think communism is uh, is any is any better. I, I mean, I I do I would I do like the idea of you know social democracy like very much. That's a different uh, idea from free market capitalism. You know, social democratic. Right, right. Let's say social democracy, and you you don't throw out the capitalist system, but at least you um, you bring back the humanism into it. Right, right. We're, we're, I think that's important, right? The humanism is a, is a thing that has been. I don't know. In in this COVID era, we we are we are really looking into into it more, and we just trying to find a way to to bring that back in more and more. And like you said, I think in in the future to come, the uh, it's gonna go that way, man. Change is gonna come and. The way the the government is running, they have to change, and then everything has to be based on, you know, mm-hmm. on how to like get back to to an oil running machine again. I guess <laughs> oil running machine machine, yeah, machine. A, we- a well oiled, a well a well oiled machine. Is that what you mean? What yeah, you mean? I mean, yeah, I mean that's how they they look at us anyway. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be grim or anything i mean i mean that's how it is i mean we just but i do think there's a lot of things that is worth fighting for in the future and for me personally i i just tend to like 
you know, work on my music and the prediction of, of, of what's to come next is like, you just gotta, you know, I, I like, I like the word invest because it's like you, it's mean that you put value in it, mm. you know, for me, for me, it's, it doesn't have to be money, but it's something that you put your time into it because I, I think time are valuable, right? If you put times into something that, uh, Uh, into something you want something out of it and that's I, it man I mean I wonder where that word comes from invest because like I know invest in uh, vest is, isn't like vest French for clothes well you can have a vest in English as well right so it's like <laughs> is that getting some clothes is that putting some clothes on no where, where the fuck does that come from I mean, yeah. maybe I'll find out well because maybe maybe because at first we didn't have a vest Invest. Then somebody told somebody like, "Oh, you're naked. Put a vest on." <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So they, well, okay. <laughs> there you go. The origin of the word "invest" is uh, to close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! To, to clothe so, in the yeah. to clothe in the official robes of an office. <laughs> mm. So yeah. In uh, that sense. The modern meaning is obviously to use money to produce profit. So there you go. You see, <laughs> use money to yeah. produce profit. It's got it's got money. I know what you were meaning, but that you the the capitalist structure, the capitalist structure's yeah, got know. your brain, man. I know what you mean, but don't take away the good intention I'm trying to say. It's like you mean you buy food. You didn't grow food. If you can grow food, you would do it. I'm, if I. I mean, if I can make guitar without like buying guitar, I would, <laughs> I would do it. But you gotta buy something. You gotta put the money in, you know, to make something out of it. I'm a, I'm a hip- I mean, I wish I can just like I'm a get a fucking I'm string. A, I'm a hypocrite for start. I mean, I'm in business. I tried to get a bank loan earlier today. <laughs> uh, you know, man, I can't believe you like spent like 20 minutes, you know, arcing about capitalism when all of us are, are what's like the problem with the capitalism is. You know, it's like. I mean, we're trying to like we have to minimize the gap, and we have to take care of the people more. That's all, man. I mean, this is a system that has been running for more than I don't know, man. Ah, uh, yeah, right. But that's seventy years. Yeah, but that's like, yeah, but it's insipid, man. Because you can have like you can have good people, and they can be well intentioned, and they get involved in some system, like some financial system. It could be like running a company, being on the board of directors. They might have like all sorts of desires to take care of the workforce etc but right, they, right. Uh, they 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 don't report to their fucking workforce they report to the to the board the shareholders right. and so everything ends up everything ends up like fun even like even what, what what's that film where um ah uh, fuck the journal the journalist goes nuts and goes on a loop and decides that he's not going to take it anymore but in the end even he <laughs> falls victim to the boss of the fucking tv station Uh, who tells him yeah. there there are powers? You know there are there are things beyond what you know. Anyway, I'm getting really yeah. distracted because what's happened is my I had some books I didn't realize that were against the fan of my laptop, and now I've overheated my laptop, and the fan of it is like going crazy. So I'm I'm not sure if it's going to get into the <laughs> microphone. Probably is. Uh, so we might we might have a somewhat fucked up sound recording going on. But anyway, it's okay. It's understandable. <laughs> COVID yeah. fucks everything's up, you know. Mm. And 
But I'm looking forward. Maybe next week we might be able to see each other again, bro. Oh, you go to the studio? Yeah, why not? No, no. I mean, yeah, or studio, or like we can just. I don't know. We can. I I think we can get out. I've been out every day. What are you talking about? I'm no, in- I mean like. Then why the fuck are we here? We doing this on, on a, at home? Well, no, the thing is, I think I think the the regulation it will be it will it will ease up, you know. And I think uh, yeah, yeah. Waiting maybe for I'll news. Talk, maybe I'll talk to Bruno, and he probably needs some money, and we probably just you know we should go and yeah. Let's get back to the studio if we can. Why not? Yeah. So something to look forward to. Mm. Well, that's another prediction that human connection will resume. Be will will be more well, will be more than more than you we know because we miss hugging each other. Have you, did you see? <laughs> yeah, but will people shake hands again? I'm not sure. Did you see they put like special handles on the on the doors of Finnish supermarkets so that people can open the the fridges with their arm, their sleeve instead of instead of having wow. Because because who wants to touch a door handle? Nobody. Shit. Is that where we're going now? Well, well, I don't op- when I go to supermarket. I don't open refrigerators anyway. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hope not, man. I mean, this thing. I'm just happy. Like in Thailand, we are we are tackling it really well, and like there's like we like I said, like the Chiang Mai hasn't had any new case for like 15 days now, probably 16 today, and that's 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 something. Uh, good news man um yeah I hope it uh, I mean I hope it's yeah every, everywhere has, I mean some countries have like got massive number of cases but pretty much every almost everywhere now at least uh, the it's slowing down let's say yeah. yeah although there are some countries which are maybe like a bit a bit late in it like um, Mexico and places anyway yeah that's yeah. Uh, just stuff that people know Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not sure how much future predicting we've done here. Uh, uh, well, there's we some that? core. There's a lot of uh, you know the things that we talk about, like the 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 marketing wise for the musician, mm-hmm. uh, investing the uh, the knowledge to to understand uh, what's going on. You know, like you know, getting better at your crafts and all those things. Will, will yeah, I think I think we're going to have to do something about nihilism because like what you can see out of um, what you can... Nihilism? Yeah, well, that's what you can like <laughs> what you can see out of people like um, Trump and whatever. It's it's like a severe <laughs> kind of nihilism that doesn't really care about anything except uh, yeah. his, his own ratings or whatever. But like there's a lot of that in the world. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I, for some reason, it got Definitely. me thinking about that line of uh, Walter Sobchak in The Big Lebowski, you know, say mm. what you want about the tenets of national socialism, dude. At least it's an ethos. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we need some kind of idealism back in the world. Definitely not. Uh, definitely. Def- definitely not national socialism, but some, yeah. something, you know, care for the environment. And, well, um, if you know anything about me, I'm a idolist kind of guy for sure well that's why i was trying to like <laughs> prod you uh you know about the future for musicianship because i know you like you, you know i know you wanted to sort of like you this is you know this is like the communist side of you the unionization of the musicians man that's like lj as a communist <laughs> representative of the of the union of oh, musicians man. 
man. <laughs> I wouldn't say a communism. Maybe a I, socialist in, in, I, in a I way. For, I'm joking. For, yeah. Just trying to make it extreme. Trotsky, you're a Trotskyite. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... St- I, I didn't study enough about them to really to really claim anything. I just know, like, I do agree that humanism is important and it's the things that if we can, in our own way, with our own crafts, we can, you know, try to find a way to make the world a better place and we do it because that's what Michael Jackson said. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. What happens in Neverland stay in Neverland. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> if, uh, oh, no, I don't know what to say. That. <laughs> oh man, I wish we could have gone sillier, but it it is what it is, mm. you know. I, and, uh, I don't, yeah, sometimes like you lose the thread, and sometimes I don't understand. My brain's just gone mushy. Like at various times over the past week, I got excited about this episode and had some crazy ideas. But it's just all falling flat. My notes. It's okay. So, sometimes my notes don't don't rein, They don't it's jump the room, off the page, man. man. That's it's the room. It happens. I mean, I think like when you at you at the studio, like you you tend to have more more focus. I for me anyway, I feel like when I'm at the studio, I have like a, more like a uh, a DJ DJ hat on, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's and, true. You see, and you use money, right? We pay for the studio time, and you you wanted to make the best out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. but that's uh, well, I don't know if it really is humanism or is it exploitation. The amount we pay, Bruno, <laughs> yeah. it's much it's right. more exploitation, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> shit, it's more exploitation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Two sides <laughs> of every coin. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got to wrap it up, but um, I don't know if we miss anything. If you think like uh, there's something we should uh, talk about, you know, please tell us, and you know how we can get you to be more involved with the uh, depth charge. And I just, I don't know. I just like doing this, man. Even though I don't know if people listen to us that much, but it's just nice like I said like I think this is like a, a memoir for, for both of us and mm-hmm. in a way we we don't you know neglect the the outside world but we do kind of have like a <laughs> you know I, I don't know kind of like a cohesive kind of thing going on <laughs> yeah yeah alright well uh, you know I'll try and um, I'll try and dream dream bigger next time Take my Don't take, take my lion's mane mushrooms uh, or something else. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, well, in a way, we will try to get the video running somehow. I think I think it will be interesting for for us to do like a video, and we can be more you know expressive and all those things. Mm. People can make fun of us. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. Well, for you at home, uh, stay safe and you know. Uh, this will soon shall pass, you know, and uh, well, we're looking forward to being outside and, you know, get back uh, to playing music or getting back to whatever you want to do and, you know, keep looking forward, all right? All right. Well, all right. well said. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right. All right. Until Cheers. next time. Cheers. <laughs>